0: Hey Tyler, what's up? How do you feel about putting
1: pineapple on pizza? I'm a big pineapple on pizza guy. Oh no, it's the greatest! You uh, get a little bit of you get a little bit of like sweetness to uh, to the the pizza. It's great, especially uh, with, like a barbecue sauce. I'm so dis- with barbecue? Like, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, like chicken, barbecue sauce with pineapple onions, on pizza. pineapple. Oh, it's perfect! Like oh. a barbecue sauce pizza. That's like my favorite pizza.
0: You know, I read last week that. Uh, Hawaiian style pizza was actually invented in Canada. Yeah, in the mid 1900s, huh. and uh, became the most popular selling pizza in Australia. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Interesting. Like I guess facts. I need to move to Australia. Also, then. it tastes terrible. No, <laughs> yeah, no. It's if I awful. choose, if I <laughs> have to awful. choose
1: two toppings, you know, you get the deal where it's like choose two toppings. I'm gonna choose ham and pineapple every time. Oh. It's the best two topping combo. It's terrible, man.
0: This this that disappoints me. <laughs> Alrighty. everybody this is chris renfro with tyler joiner and we are here with weekly hope talking about our sermon yesterday from luke chapter 10 verses 1 through 4 called living sent and had a great opportunity to talk about what that means for our church and what we're going to be doing moving forward in church planting so it was a really fun kind of marker for us as a church and uh, i'd love to know some of your thoughts tyler so what do you think of it you were in the
1: crowd listening and uh Love to hear what you thought. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, overall, just a really exciting Sunday. Yeah, I love Sundays like this where we have just big things we get to celebrate and just see like the Lord clearly doing things that are bigger than any one of us that we get to be a part of. Definitely. Um, overall, we talked about Luke 10, verses 1 through 4. So you had kind of three main points, one of those uh, overall being this idea of living sent. Mm-hmm. So kind of with the, the thesis of that being verse 2 of the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few, which is a verse that is been a major conviction towards even life of ministry and just every day as we're walking the neighborhood, you know, trying to to look and and just have eyes to see people, you know, that need Jesus more. Um, So you talked about three things, one of those being that living sin is difficult, Mm -hmm. that it requires dependence, and that it's dangerous. And you talked about uh, kind of the last verse there being that the lambs in the midst of wolves and just the difficulties and the real challenges that come with truly being obedient living sin.
0: Yeah. And for me... um... Luke ten two is a very personal verse, uh, as I shared in the sermon. Where I mean, it was really that was kind of the uh, the point from God's word that was placed in my heart of why we needed to plant a church. Mm-hmm. And that the harvest really is plentiful, but the labors are few. And just as I looked around our community and seeing um, the lack of new churches in our community mm-hmm. with the growth in population over the last twenty years. Um, Just to recognize that, man, as I said in the sermon yesterday, um, the picture that Jesus paints is there's almost an unlimited amount of harvest. Um, There are are not enough laborers to do the work of the harvest. And just to be convicted by that and to see that we're not in competition with other churches, but there are needs for other churches um, to reach people with the gospel. And that's kind of the model that we have in the Gospels and in Acts, and what we've seen happen effectively to reach people for the kingdom for generations. So that was sure. kind of the heart of the sermon, and what's on my heart as well. As we've we're now eight week eighteen weeks into planting a church, mm-hmm. um, but we just want it to be in our DNA that we are a multiplying church. We say we exist to make and send disciples of Jesus Christ, and that sending piece for us is uh, vitally important to who we are and what we're going to be about. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's crazy that we're eighteen weeks in. I, mean, I know that that's still just blows my mind. Feels like yeah, thirty four weeks yeah, since preview yeah, since service. Preview, we were over crazy. halfway. Feels like yesterday through a year. We we're over in Rena's, just hanging man, out. You know, man. trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh, I do love one thing you talked about too that I just want to highlight and just talk about how unique and encouraging it's been. Has seen just the support from other churches in the area that it really does feel like this. Uh, just churches in the area and people that we love and have. Cared for us in different capacities. Just really have gotten alongside Hope Church and just wanting to see more churches succeed in the area, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, just this last week, I had had breakfast with a local pastor who's been at his church for thirty years. Uh, another church planter from kind of up north. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this week we've got another meeting with a local pastor from yep. Woodstock, and next week I got a meeting with a pastor you know that's here local in the area. And it's just just so neat to see guys Mm -hmm. that really do believe in and care for us and that are that are cheering us on and not uh you know not frustrated or or worried about another church being in our community Mm -hmm. um and we 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 love the churches that are in our community that god is using and working through and that there really is brotherhood that we get to come alongside and serve for the kingdom together and so it, it makes it a lot of fun
1: yeah no for sure so with that, just kind of want to walk through each of these three points and just allow another opportunity to talk about just some of the the personal, uh, just aspects of, of living sent for you and for Hope Church. And the first one being that it's difficult, that we've seen just real times through Hope Church that has been challenging. I mean, starting anything new from the ground up is scary. So just want to give you another chance to just talk about the difficulties you've seen.
0: Well, when I think you step out to do something new, like yeah. there's, there's a great fear of like, is anybody going to actually come to this? Mm -hmm. Like, does anybody believe in this at all? And um, so I think it does require faith and uh, requires us, you know, being obedient to the Lord and just Mm -hmm. trusting Him with the results. You know, as Jesus told His disciples, He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so just just trusting Jesus Mm -hmm. that... He's gonna build the church that he wants sure. to build, and our job is just to be faithful, even in the midst of difficulty. But you know this picture that Jesus paints of harvesting—I've never harvested anything. I don't. <laughs> have you
1: harvested anything before? I I grew watermelons with my granddad one time as a kid. Okay, so I think my
0: mom grew tomatoes when yeah. I was growing up, but I never really picked them. I <laughs> yeah. let her. I let her do yeah. that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we don't really live in an agricultural sure. society, so it's a little bit lost on me, but. I do know that harvesting. I mean, you it takes intentionality, and it just takes work. Sure, and it takes like people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, like only one person can harvest so much, and the more people you have, and the more land you have, Mm -hmm. the more you can harvest. And so, it takes intentionality. Uh, It's it's difficult work. Mm -hmm. Um, and and there 's a lot of work to be done, mm-hmm. and that 's kind of this idea that Jesus painted when he said it 's plentiful yeah and you know if you look back on the story of John chapter four, the woman at the mm-hmm. well, and she goes into the town and tells everybody about this man that she met, and could this be the christ and mm-hmm. he 's looking at his disciples as these crowds are coming out from Samaria, yeah. and you know he says the, the fields are white uh, white to harvest like mm-hmm. there it's there's there 's no shortage of harvest, yeah. Um, and I just, I, I picture that, that image as I, as I drive around our mm. community and as I see just like endless seas of houses yeah. and endless like cars at traffic sure. lights. Yeah. When you just really think, I mean, every single car here mm-hmm. represents a family and a mm. person who is loved by God, designed by God, made in his
1: image and that he desires to have a relationship with. Mm. So, yeah. Those kind of things just stay on my mind. For sure. I think one of the things that's been eye-opening for me living in an apartment complex is like, although we're in, like you say, the, the buckle of the Bible belt, um, we've had many conversations with people in our apartment, and literally not, we've yet to meet anyone else that we know that goes to church. Wow. Which is yeah. just crazy to me. I mean, it really blew my mind that it's not like, oh, yeah, we go here, or sometimes it's just have yet to hear a single conversation with somebody that's a part of another local church, which has just very much shown me the... the the harvest is white, you know, that there's no shortage of people that need to hear the gospel.
0: Yeah, and Johnny said last week, you know, I think the statistics say that somewhere around 80% of people say they Mm -hmm. would go to church with someone if they were personally invited, and, you know, it's easy for us to throw out statistics and talk about numbers and stuff, but, you know, I think think for us just to ask ourselves, like, who have we actually invited to church? Mm -hmm. It's not all about just coming to a church building, but... I think it does provide a great opportunity for people to see biblical community and hear the gospel preached mm-hmm. and open up doors for other conversations um, about Jesus that you can have personally. Definitely. Um, and so and we, we just we always want to talk about that. It's just like, who are you inviting? Who are you mm-hmm. talking to? Who's in your life that you're intentionally in their life, um, not just to to hang out with or work with or have meals with or play tennis with or whatever, but... Mm-hmm that it's intentional relationships because you care about the eternity more than you care about, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And so kind of next piece there would be that it requires dependence. And that's something I know we could talk a whole podcast on in and of itself, but have you just seen recently that kind of dependence piece? That's a great question.
0: And I I will say like dependence is just something that the Lord is uh, continually, continually teaching me. I uh, spoke to some church planters last month and, just shared that, you know, yeah. that I've learned that there will never be a time in my life where the Lord is not having to teach me dependence. Mm-hmm. Um, I shared yesterday in the sermon that Leonard Ravenhill quote, uh, just an incredible author, wrote the book, Why Revival Tarries? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said in the kingdom that uh, our abilities are our handicaps and our talents are our stumbling blocks, mm-hmm. And that has stuck with me. That may be another one of those quotes that i yeah. need to throw on the wall here somewhere yeah. in the office because <laughs> uh, you know I think so often we can and even for myself, like sure. we can start to look and think like, man, uh look at what we've accomplished or look at what we 've done, or man, look at how many people came this day or that day and uh and, and it just always comes back to like mm. we we got we gotta rest in in the arms of jesus yeah. and um that we really like can not do anything on our own. And so uh, through the journey of planting a church and through the journey of shepherding people and uh, learning how to pastor, um, I think the Lord is just personally in my life uh, just continually, continually teaching me dependence, um, which, side note, is kind of one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this Bible reading plan that we're going to be putting out starting mm-hmm. together in 2022s, uh, I've seen that the more time I spend with the Lord, mm-hmm. and particularly in His Word and in mm-hmm. prayer, like the more satisfied my soul is and yeah. like able to rest in Him and be truly dependent on Him. And so I mean, this Bible reading plan is as much for me as it is for anybody else. Is, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to sp- I want to spend the rest of this year and I want to spend 2022 just just resting in the Lord and dependent on Him and uh, and to be walking daily in dependence, um, which, you know, I found comes most often in much time with Him in the Word and in prayer. So, I do not you have any thoughts on that, man?
1: No, definitely. I mean, I, I agree with you that the, the Bible reading piece is just, that's where I have seen the Lord, like, I guess, reveal the dependence that I accurately and like actually have on him. Um, Just, yeah, just being in his word constantly reminds me that like one, I don't have to do it alone and I'm not doing it alone already. And Mm -hmm. so to be able to look back and see all the ways the Lord has either answered prayers or caused me to rely on him through just busy seasons or difficulties or whatever it looks like. I just, you know, you can see the reliance Mm -hmm. and just the control that he's had through all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so lastly, we have uh, just the last piece that you talked about is just how it's dangerous. Living sin can be dangerous. In verse 3 says, uh, Go your way, behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. I mm-hmm. know if you wanted to speak on that a little bit.
0: Well, we do have an enemy, and just recognizing that, you know, whenever we're trying to do something for the kingdom, Satan takes notice and is actively trying to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, we have unique contextual mm-hmm. enemies or dangers um, in trying to start something new and trying to plant a church. So one of those things is that it's just really expensive. Yeah, And uh, I'll never forget, and i never forget uh, last year, this dude talking <laughs> to me and told him that we were planting a church, and he's like, yeah, we tried that once, and... It's a total flop. We wasted a lot of money, and it was a disaster. And it never, it never works. <laughs> and I was just like, "That's awesome, man. I really appreciate that. Yep. Encouragement. Yeah, what an encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what an encouragement. Um, but it is. It's expensive, mm. and sometimes it can just be easier just to to not do it. Mm. And and not just in planting a church, but in in any way, and anybody that's trying to step out in faith to yeah. to live sent. Now uh, there's a cost that comes with it. It, mm. it may cost time, or it may cost uh, relational capital, or it may cost money, or it may cost uh, a number of different things in mm-hmm. terms of you know fear that of, of how you're going to be perceived. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an expense that is worth it, and and it's exhausting. You know, mm. in, in a lot of ways, uh, it takes our it takes a mental, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical energy to live sent. Mm. Um, but what we concluded with was, so why, why should we do it? Like, mm. if it's dangerous and it's expensive and it's exhausting and all of these things, why should we do it? And we just gave four reasons. One, because mm. Jesus commanded to, mm-hmm. commanded us to in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, because it's the model that we were given in Acts, as we see the Apostle Paul planted churches and the early disciples mm-hmm. planted churches, and those churches planted churches that planted churches that planted churches, mm-hmm. which is why we're here today. Yeah. Uh, because it's effective, we saw in Romans ten um, that man, it's, it's a great way to yeah. reach people with mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ, and uh, and then lastly, because it's awesome, yeah, like it's a joy, For <laughs> like sure. it is awesome gathering together in, in a place and with people that were four months ago mm-hmm. not a thing, like yeah. not gathered together and just to see and hear the stories of life change and to see new people coming in every single week mm-hmm. that are getting connected to the church and then see people volunteering and we have this whole worship band, we have this whole kids team, mm-hmm. we have all these people that show up early to set up and tear down and like we go eat lunch afterwards yep. on Sundays and it's just fun. For I mean, sure. it's just it's just really fun and like mm-hmm. I don't want to be a downer about it like when you live sent there yeah. is a there's there is great joy mm-hmm. in it um And and it may be tiring or maybe hard at points and all the things, but but there's never been a time that I've looked back and I've regretted it. Like there's never been a moment where I've said like none of this Uh was worth it. Uh, It is truly awesome. Every single baptism that we have, every time somebody's reading their story, Mm -hmm. you just you just kind of sit back and I just think like man, this is this is why we're here. Like this is all worth it. And then to kind of top all that off, you know, yesterday we were able to share that we're kind of taking the next step as a church in Mm -hmm. what it looks like for us to live SENT as a faith family in sending out another Mm -hmm. church uh, in Carlos Guevara and Somos Ecclesia Mm -hmm. uh, here in our community. And so uh, just so, so pumped about that. And Carlos and I connected over the summer, and we've really spent a lot of time building a great relationship. He's gone through assessment with the SEND network, which is the network that we're a part of, and uh, is preparing his team and so we were just able to share with our church that, that we're going to come alongside them and have the opportunity to be their sending church to partner with them to support mm-hmm. them to help them plant another church in the community which is really our heart and passion is that we want to we want to plant 5 churches out of our church in the next 10 years and the prayer is that then those churches plant mm-hmm. churches and those churches that have been planted plant churches and like that's where we see gospel I'm multiplication sure. happen and so uh, yesterday was just kind of a surreal moment, mm-hmm. to be honest. Just to just be able to look and say, "Hey, here in you know just half a year, yeah. um, what the Lord has done and what mm-hmm. He is doing, and how we can leverage our mm-hmm. time and energy and resources to do something that lives beyond us." And that's really what Living Sent is about. And mm-hmm. so uh,
1: it was it was just a really really fun Sunday, for sure. Man, I I'm, absolutely. I think you could just feel the, the just the excitement and energy. I mean, it really is amazing and incredible to be, like you said, thirty something weeks in now from our pre-launch, yeah. and to already be talking about another church that we're getting to come alongside and send out, yeah. um, doing the very same thing. Yeah. So it's it really is exciting to see just the Lord truly working here. So yeah. pumped. Um,
0: so Carlos will be doing a residency with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be with us for the next few months as he's going through some training and building a team. Uh, so our church will get to see him around and. Uh, he'll he'll be on stage some and be serving his family will be with us. Um and then they're gonna be sent out and they're gonna be planting a church and we get to be uh just a a little tiny step ahead of them <laughs> <laughs> as we get to we get to come alongside yeah. and, and help them. Get to learn from them. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah. And uh and he's a great dude and great preacher and worship leader and has I mean, he has all the and he has great hair I too. I mean he has yeah, just all crazy. the gifts. Like I don't I didn't get any of that stuff. So uh, so it's fun to see uh, that happening. And hey, a couple quick announcements for Hope Church. Um, one is we have started our Hope Missions offering, and that is going to be going to our missions, missions efforts, particularly in uh, how we support international missions mm-hmm. through the International Mission Board and the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And then uh, church planting, mm-hmm. much like with Somos Ecclesia and um, Missio Day in Puerto Rico um, that will give us an opportunity to support them to an even greater degree. And so our goal this year is $20,000 for our missions offering that will be taken uh, through the end of December. And so we're just asking our people, if the Lord blesses you in this season, would love for you to bless others through our missions offering. And uh, we're excited to see what God's going to do through that. And then the last thing is on December 24th, we have our Christmas Eve service at 5 p.m., and we've had a, a lot of people that have already RSVP'd, and we're encouraging people to RSVP so we can just make sure we have enough seats and we have everything that we need for that. Uh, and You can do that on our website at hopechurchjc.com slash events, and it's going to be an awesome time from 5 to 6 p.m. on December 24th. So that's all we got. Tyler,
1: you got anything else for us? No, uh, more than anything, just want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen and, and just hear what we have to say and ramble on about pineapple on pizza or live and scent or whatever it's it is. It's still so, gross, man. It uh, is still gross. It is, it is, the, is the
0: worst pizza out there. But <laughs> so We just
1: want to thank you guys for, for taking the time to listen. And if you've not had a chance to check out Hope Church, we gather every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and so we would love for you guys to come. Just check that out, and uh, Christmas Eve service is coming up and really would be an awesome time to just come and and gather with fellow believers, so we hope to see you
0: there. Yeah, and if you want to listen to this sermon or any of our others, you can find it on our Facebook page or on our website at hopechurchjc.com. So uh, this has been Weekly Hope, and we can't wait to see you next week.